Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dr. Marketing Tips. Do you call this a podcast anymore or do we call this a vlog? I think podcast still works. Okay, so welcome back to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And um, today we're going to talk about one of the secret successes, which isn't probably so secret, but maybe how they got there, that Facebook used to become the powerhouse that they are today. Um, I came and stumbled across this, and I think it's because... Cheryl Sandberg, who is literally number two in charge over at Google, she wrote the book a couple of years back called Lean In, which talks Lean In, which talks about really women in leadership positions. So she has a new book that came out recently, and I think she's been kind of on the dog and pony show, going out with all the podcasts and to um, promote the book. Yes, right? to promote yeah. the book. And so I listen to a lot of podcasts. I think you listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, especially on my drive, we live in a large metro area, so both of us have a drive that could be anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, depending on the weather. And 30 minutes on a good day. On a good day. So we listen to a lot of podcasts, and I've noticed that Cheryl Sandberg has popped up recently on these podcasts talking about um, kind of what's happened at Facebook. She has a, a book called, I think it's called Plan B, not the um, the parenting abortion pill, but Plan B. Yeah, I'm not a fan, yeah, of, the I'm not a fan of the title either. Long story but, short is... Yeah. She shares the story about after Facebook had gone public and um, Zuckerberg had enough stock still at that point, I don't know if he still does or not, that he was still completely in control of Facebook. So he couldn't get ousted by the board of directors because he had more shares than anybody else. And he pulls Cheryl into his office and they're going through all these algorithm updates and updates to the, um, to the platform itself. And he says, I'm gonna stop all work on Facebook no new functionality, no new advertising, no new nothing, and we're going to 100% shift our direction to mobile. And I think the rest is history. And we complain about it all the time because we work for the most part on desktops, and the desktop functionality for Facebook just stinks. It feels like it's not built for us, but that is 100% the reason Facebook is so successful is they got in so early and kind of changed their design to take a mobile first strategy and they blew everybody else out of the water where all the other social platforms that took them years to get there, um, Facebook did it right off the bat and nobody does mobile strategy and targeting and AdWords and everything else better than what Facebook does. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think especially from like a business standpoint, it's one of the reasons that Facebook's so popular is um, just because like you said, the targeting is so powerful and everything works so well from a mobile standpoint where on some of the other social platforms, I mean, yeah, they're okay, they all have their strengths and weaknesses, but I think Facebook is probably the best all around, most powerful, um, and most targeted. Absolutely, and when it comes to social, just like you know, what our medical practices are dealing with, same thing with what a retailer is dealing with or you know a service-based industry and we're all you know vying for attention and vying to get you know a little piece of somebody's time and facebook has made it so easy 
for people just to get sucked into this time. Yeah. And then they've been able to translate that to the business community who wants to take advantage of that time set. And it's funny that you, you mentioned the, like, the way that we deal with it and how other people do. And we were talking about this article with somebody on the Insight Marketing team and he said, is that why the desktop version sucks so bad? Like, yeah, that's actually, totally that's why. exactly why. They wanted why. to suck because yeah. they put all their energy and focus into into the mobile app. And it's interesting, too, and then we'll get right into this, because yesterday I was having a hard time with my phone, and my iPhone 6 is what I use. Um, lately has just been, like, pulling too much data, and um, my battery's been dying really fast. And I think it's something that Apple does intentionally to get you to upgrade to a new phone, but I'm going to wait until the 8 comes out later this year, so I'm holding on. But so Corey pulls my phone up, and he's checking all my apps, and, you know, I'm not on Facebook that much, but Facebook is sucking all my battery because they're doing everything in the background. They're checking out, you know, they're, they're monitoring where I am and what right. I'm doing. And, you know, nobody else can do it like Facebook does. Yeah, they do a, a great and also kind of scary job. Very scary. Yeah. But the point is, we're not asking you to be like Facebook in terms of what they do. We're telling you to pay attention to this whole mobile first strategy. You know, so many of you that are watching this and listening to the podcast, you know, you you listen to what we're talking about and you go and then you look at your website and then you know your desktop version sometimes translates into your mobile version and we're telling you when you go to redesign your website this year or next year or whenever put the mobile piece first and we're going to back it up right now with some data so i asked corey to pull up our analytics why don't you explain what the tool is that we use first and then we can walk through looking at some actual websites just like yours, medical practices um, from anywhere from a couple of doctors to you know, 25, 30 doctors, and to show you kind of how they're competing and what their audience looks like and, and hopefully explain to you why mobile really needs to be put first. Yeah, so the tool that we use is uh, Google Analytics. It's completely free. Free. Yeah, which is, you know, price is right. Um, but it, it's, it's really the leader in uh, you know, website analytics. Most likely your website has this tool installed. If it doesn't, then you need to call up your web company and make sure that they do install it and you do get access to it. Um, it's very powerful. And um, it, it also, it can show you where people are coming from, how they're getting there, uh, what they're typing in to get there, how long you're on your, their website. I mean, it's, it's kind of mind boggling, mm -hmm. the amount of information that you can get from it. But when you channel that information and you can kind of decipher uh, what it's actually telling you, it's very powerful stuff. So we wanted to share with you guys a couple of examples from practices that we work with and how we use Google Analytics to um, kind of refine our strategy and make sure that we're driving traffic to the right places. And we're doing this right now in real time on our iPads and I'm gonna actually show you what I'm seeing so that you can understand, You know how we're going to use analytics to, to hopefully help you understand why mobile might be the strategy for you moving forward. So we are looking right now at a large orthopedic practice and um, I'm looking at their at their analytics tool right now and it shows I believe that we have five people that are right now on the site and what we're going to focus on is that this little box right here that says they have 5,300 people that were here in the last week and boop, our Wi-Fi worked. So we have 5,300 people that are here in the last week and you can see pretty clearly that between mobile and desktop, it's equal. And if you add mobile plus tablet, it's equal as well. Yeah, it's uh, like close to 58% of traffic is coming from some sort of either like a 
like a mobile device, so that's a phone or a tablet just like this one, um, and then the rest is, is desktop. And so out of those visits, we know that, I mean, that, well, that tells us that mobile is more important than desktop because that's where people are coming from. And so this is just a, a week segment. We've got just the last week up, but we- There's seven people on their site right now. Oh. It's changing. Nice. Well, hopefully some of them are watching this and going to the website. That'd be nice. Um, so we look back and we can see, you know, six months, a year, two years. And when we compare this data, we can see that the mobile trend is rising. I remember um, we've, we've talked I about remember. this before. Mm -hmm. And when we started to hit like 40%, we were like, oh, wow, maybe we should kind of rethink how this is displaying and if the, the website's going to work for mobile. And that was like a year or two ago. And now it's at 60% pretty regularly. Yeah. And if you want to check to see if your website is mobile friendly, go to Google, type in mobile friendly test. And there's a free tool that Google allows you to do. Type in your URL and it'll tell you right now if your website is mobile friendly. Yep. And with this orthopedic client, um, they're pretty large. They're 25 doctors. Um, their target demographic runs the gamut. So, I mean, I would say that they're, you know, the folks that are checking their site out are anywhere from, you know, 20 years old to 75 years old. Yeah. And I, I actually had a meeting this morning with a bunch of doctors and um, it was a surgeon who said to me, hey, Jen, with everything, with all the effort that you're putting into the website and online, you know, what about the older folks? You know, they're not going to the website necessarily or they're not on Facebook. And I said, you know, hey, doc, hold on a second. First of all, define older. <laughs> and it was interesting because his definition of older and he's older. So I'm like, you know, he's not really fitting into this category. His he's just no, his definition <laughs> of older was 50 something. And I don't feel like that's that old, maybe because I'm coming up on 50 something in you know, a decade. But <laughs> but that's not older. And then we talked about it and I said, hold on, doc. I said, you know, 50-something's not that old, and, you know, the number one growing audience on Facebook is grandma. Yeah. And grandma could be in her 50-something, 60-something, and that's where they're going. And not only is grandma that number one market, and she's looking at it from her brand new iPhone or on her, you know, her iWatch, she's spending more time when she gets there. Because when you tell grandma to watch this video, she's watching that video. Mm -hmm. And when you tell her to look at these photos, she's looking at these photos. And so, you know, that kind of changed his mind just a little bit. But when we were, why don't you share a little bit, Corey, when we were redesigning their site this year and what we did from a user experience standpoint based on the numbers we were seeing in mobile. Yeah, so one of the things that we want to make sure that we do is obviously make sure that the website is responsive. So that way when you're looking at it on a phone or a tablet, um, it will kind of reformat itself and show up the way that we want it to where um, and you'll see this if you look at an older website or maybe if your practice website's a little bit older when you look at it on a phone it actually looks just like it does on a desktop it's just really hard to read because it nothing moves around it's the exact same that you would see on the desktop and you have to like pinch and zoom and, and so we wanted to make sure that we got rid of all of that for sure and then we also um, we made sure that we're looking at uh, calls to action. So we know that if someone's going to look at this on a on a mobile device, most likely they're going to go to the website and they're looking for a, a handful of things. They want to look at maybe the doctor bio. They want to look at, uh, maybe they have a question like uh, what is an arthroscopic uh, knee surgery? 
so we have that piece of content on the bottom of it we have some sort of a call to action that's going to allow them to easily take that next step where they don't have to go all the way back up to the top and kind of scroll through the menus again so they read the piece of content and then there's a, an option to say learn more about this doctor request an appointment and there's always that request now button that's right on the on the mobile phone there so if they do want to take that next step it's as easy as possible for them to actually go ahead and convert and schedule that appointment and it's easy in terms of so I'm, I'm holding my imaginary phone because I don't want to get up and walk over to get it but it's easy in that you're scrolling with your thumb and the button it's is right there. right there so you don't have to lean up you're able to do it right here one-handed yeah and that's something that um, I think a lot of websites miss the mark on. I agree you're not thinking that way right and even if they are responsive um, what will happen is they call it like a hamburger menu you might see that where it's just like three lines kind of at the yep, top yep. So you're scrolling, and then you get to the bottom, and then there's nothing to do. So you have to kind of like, especially on the bigger phones, like you have to like walk up to the top, hit the hamburger menu, it expands, and then you have to go whatever the next step is from there. But you know, our idea was to make it as easy as possible. The least amount of clicks usually equals more amount of conversions. Yeah, and I was at, so we have this one client that we were working on this week, and they, um, it's a. It's an ENT doctor who's also a facial plastic surgeon, and his he makes his money really through the facial plastics. But he has some kind of lost leaders that he uses to bring patients potentially into the front door. So part of his practice is he has a full blown spa. He has actually has a hair salon in his practice, and a, a full blown medical spa. You know, you can come in for massage or you can come in for you know some some minor procedures, and then he's also. Um, He's got a slim spot and he wants to put some focus on the slim spot. So we were having, um, we've, we've kind of inherited this client and he had multiple websites. So we've tried to bring the websites together and we were redoing his slim spa and spa page this week. And one thing is, you know, he had this massive list of services and we wanted to be able to outline it where it would show up well from a search perspective because there's some different things you can do from a retail component when it comes to mobile and geo-targeting and things like that. But Corey had the idea right when he saw it, he goes, you know, from a user experience standpoint on mobile, we need to have a, a menu that kind of follows. So depending where you are in the page, you know, the user isn't going to want to scroll all the way back up to the top. Yeah. And that was 100% driven because we know that, you know, his potential patients are going to be looking at it on their mobile device. Right. And, and like you said about, you know, grandma kind of being on Facebook. I oh, think, yeah. Uh, and, and, and moms and, and dads and the decision makers, you know, they're, they're on Facebook, they're checking these websites out too. And I mean, just think about you know, your own experience. There's so many things you do now on your phone that you used to only do on a desktop mm -hmm. computer, but now you, you don't even think about going to the desktop. You just whip out your phone or your tablet and then you're going through it there. So I think being ahead of this and jumping on this bandwagon now is the, the thing to do because as decision makers get older, we're going to shift more and more to this mobile landscape and leave the desktop more behind. I tend to agree. Yeah, so I think I think now is like the perfect time, if you haven't already, to make sure that your site's responsive and that you really kind of have this mobile first strategy. So another thing too is, I mean, another way to look at it is I have this issue with technology, um, which a lot of you probably do as well. So when I understand the phone, you know, my iPhone 6, I, like I said, I don't want to upgrade till I get till the 8 comes out. So I had an iPad recently and I, Corey got a new iPad and I was jealous and I said, all right, I'm going to buy a new iPad because mine was lagging and I wouldn't use my iPad or my tablet because shopping on it, you know, because I'm an avid Amazon shopper, daily deliveries, 
um, shopping on it wasn't enjoyable. It was easier just to go to my to my computer and get it done much faster, or do it on my phone because my my technology was faster from a phone perspective or from my desktop. So then finally. Apple released the new iPad Pro this past week, and I picked one up because I use it from a work standpoint. And I will tell you that the user experience is so much better. It's faster than my laptop is, and I have a newer laptop. Mm -hmm. So as the technology changes and it becomes um, easier and, and simpler to use the mobile technology, simply because it's faster and you replace those more often than you would your yeah. desktop, we're going to see more people migrating over. Oh, absolutely. I, and uh, just an aside to that, I just saw, actually, before we went in here, that they benchmarked the new iPad against some of the MacBooks, and it's faster than that. So if that doesn't Crazy. tell you how important that mobile is, where Apple's putting all, you know, all of their technology mm -hmm. and all this money into their, their chips that are going to go into the iPads and the iPhones, they're kind of leaving the MacBooks a little bit behind because they know that mobile is kind of the next evolution. So the writing's on the wall. Okay, so with all that said, let's throw it out the, throw it out the window, like literally out the window right here, because we have a large ophthalmology practice that we work with that does um, ophthalmology and optometry. And they are in a um, area of the country with a very large senior citizen population. I, I, I wanna say retirement yeah. population, and right now the retirement community is made up of boomers that are retiring and then you know, the generation, the greatest generation kind of leaving us now and the boomers are really populating that. And you know, having worked with a lot of baby boomers and you know, realizing they're not the quickest adapters to new technology, we have this, this client that we work with, I think they're like 15 doctors, 12 or 15, something like that. And I just pulled their stuff up and um, they have two people on their website right now they don't get anywhere near as much traffic. And I would say it's 99% because we're in the middle of doing a redesign on their site. So yeah. it's not so much because of um, because of the fact they're just not getting traffic. But so in the last week, they've only had like 400, 500 people mm -hmm. on their site. But looking at theirs right now, um, and I'll show this to the user, you can pretty clearly see that their desktop usage is through the roof and barely anybody is over here using a mobile phone or a tablet. Yeah, and I think, like you said, that's just a product of their audience. It's very, um, it, it's older. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a like outdoorsy rural kind of area. And so, you know, those are the people that are still on Internet Explorer 8. They don't upgrade, they don't want to upgrade, they don't know how, they don't really care. Um, and so it's just a different patient population. And one thing that I noticed from looking at their traffic too was the mobile numbers are way down, but compared to a lot of our other clients, the tablet numbers were higher. And I think it's because bad eyesight. They're older, so they like the bigger screen. This is as mobile as they want to get. Do, so question for you, and we may not have the answer, but is an iPhone regular like six mm -hmm. considered a mobile device, but a six plus, is that a phone or is that a tablet? Um, I believe that's still considered like a mobile device. A tablet is anything that's like over, I think like the seven inch. Phone. Okay, so so if you go back to the fact that they had about 500 users last week and just a really small fragment of that, I don't know if you have that number pulled up, of how much was actually mobile. Yeah, so the number that I had was 81% on the desktop, 17% on the tablet, and uh, like 2% on mobile. Okay, so of that 17%, I'm pulling, I just pulled it up right now, which is great. This is what, why Google Analytics and this Insight Google Analytics Insight tool, which is free to download again, is so helpful. Um, of that percentage of traffic, 66 people were using an Apple iPad. Mm. 
it will tell you this. It'll tell you that this is interesting. Three people were using an Xbox. Really? To access their website. One person was using a NVIDIA Shield tablet. Mm -hmm. Then we've got one Galaxy Note. Somebody using a Barnes & Noble Nook tablet, which would probably could have been my mother until I bought her a new iPhone. <laughs> and um, one person was using a Samsung tablet. Yeah. You know, but that's how granular you can get in the data looking at it. And if that doesn't explain to you why you should do it, I don't know what does. Yeah, I totally agree. And going back to Facebook, they're tied into all of this data as well. So when you're looking at Google Analytics, you can see where this traffic is coming from. So you can see like what social platforms are driving it. And then if you wanted to turn around and take that and say, well, I, I want to run an ad in this area to this demographic, but I only want to target those people that are using the iPad. You can do that too. So you can target by location, age, and even device. It, it's interesting. I went back to the big orthopedic practice that we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. So all of um, their top mobile traffic comes from their iPhones and iPads. And you can see which browser people are using. So you can go on the desktop side too and see if they're using a Windows-based PC sure. or, a, or a Mac product. Um, all of our, our iPhone traffic or our Apple traffic was down last week for these guys, mm -hmm. but all of our Galaxy traffic, our Samsung traffic was way up. Yeah. And um, I don't know what it is that drives that, other than it looks like all There's of the- There's a lot more devices. There's a lot more Samsung devices. But all of the iPhone 6S traffic is through the roof. Hmm. It, it's just, you can, you can get lost in these analytics, mm -hmm. but the argument for why you should go mobile is completely laid out for you in these analytics. And so if you're trying to convince your doctors that it's time to upgrade the website, you can go into these numbers and we know how physicians are. They want numbers to back it up. You could pull it by your analytics. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I would say, if, you know, for that, um, the smaller client that we were talking about, the ophthalmology client, um, you know, their, their mobile numbers obviously aren't nearly as high, but again, knowing that it's going that way, it's going that way, yeah. and people are going to age into that. You know, it, it just makes sense to kind of have this on the radar as something that you need to pay attention to and you need to be ready for, because, like we were just saying, the decision makers are going to go this direction. And so, if you haven't touched your website in in years, then three years, I'd say, if you haven't yeah. done it in three years, you need to do one now. Then you need to do it now. So let's talk about, we have a, a nice ENT practice that we work with, and I think they kind of run the gamut. They have a lot of like senior citizen yeah. clients, and then they have, you know, they, they do pediatric, ENT pediatrics too, a lot of sinuses and whatnot. So they run the gamut, so I think they're another good example of what's going on. So I just pulled them up. They have, oh, they have seven people on their site right now. In the last week, they've had about 2,000 people, give or take, and they are pretty equal mobile. Actually, um, looks like their mobile and tablet is, is significantly higher than their desktop. Yeah, and they, um, like you said, they have a large swath of, of patients. But um, again, I think that if we look at where a lot of the traffic is coming from, it's gonna be, it, it originates on mobile. And so what we find sometimes is that people will do a search on mobile and then later visit on a desktop or vice versa. So they'll ask the initial question, but then they'll visit two or three times through the mobile device. So uh, think of that as like um, somebody goes to the website from the desktop and then later in the day, maybe they're trying to find directions. So then they're checking on the mobile device. And then once they're there, maybe they're pulling it up again on the mobile device. So they'll actually visit the site you know, three to four times 
on the mobile device, maybe once on the desktop. So it's that same person, and they're going back to the website four or five, six times, but either way, you want to make sure that they're having that awesome experience, whether it's mobile, tablet, or desktop. And I think that as we're wrapping this up, that um, you know, looking at what Facebook did and Mark Zuckerberg's vision for tackling mobile and just going all in, I think that it's critical that if you're looking at a website redesign, that's just one piece of a much larger pie because your mobile strategy and that mobile first strategy, you know, first and foremost, you're gonna be starting at, you know, how's your website, how's your website gonna interact with your potential patients, you know, where is it going, you know, what technology are your patients using? And then as you're tying in your ad campaigns and kind of your strategy for attracting new eyeballs to your site and to your practice, you know, how is this new technology from a mobile standpoint going to change the way that you market in the future? And then how does mobile, you know, people having the phone, which our phones are more powerful now than they, you know, than our desktops ever will be. My new iPad is 256 gigs. That is just insanity. Mm -hmm. But I think my, fir my first laptop computer was, was like, like meg. 50? Yes. Maybe? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's, but that technology is going to change the way everything works and it's going to change the success rates that you have in your ad campaigns, Definitely. the success rates that you have in managing your reputation, you know, because somebody comes into your practice, they, it's got to be easy for them to find it, it's got to work on their phone, they walk outside your practice and they get a ping from, you know, somebody, Facebook is, is notorious for this now, pings them on their mobile device and asks them to review your practice. Everything wraps around how you are from a mobile standpoint, so it's not just your website, it's an overall strategy, and I think we can take what Facebook did and look at opportunities to translate that into how we're gonna grow our practices. Absolutely, and, and one thing um, before we sign off that I wanted to mention too was that, so we're talking about you know, making sure that your website is responsive and you have a good kind of mobile strategy in place. Something else to consider is your speed. And so we didn't touch on that too much, but from a mobile standpoint, you gotta remember that people, if you're looking at it on mobile or tablet, you want something very quickly. So if your website is slow to load, then people are going to leave before they actually finish finding whatever piece of information that they were originally looking for. Fantastic. All right, so with that, I am Jennifer. I'm Court. And we'll see you next time at the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.